podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com. media has an agenda that they're going to serve. I don't know who's in charge of it or what it is, if it's like a headless monster. Why? This is a question. Walking backwards. Walking backwards. <laughs> Something sacred. I don't know the names of the creep songs. Those Running in circles. Just pop in and let play. Sea of glass. The flight and the fall. I love Ozzy. <laughs> I think he's the true definition of a rock star. Anybody else have any interesting stories they don't want to come to talk? Hey, this is John Lane from the Thriving Tropics of Leechburg, Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania Rock Show, featuring the best unsigned rock that Pennsylvania has to offer.
Hey, it's Bill, and you're tuned into the Pennsylvania Rock Show, episode number 586, right here on parockshow.com, megarockradio.net, and 107.1 FM, St. Louis, Missouri, altrockradio.ca in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, rudururadio.com on the beaches of San Diego, California, xrpradio.co.uk in Birmingham, United Kingdom, and buildthescene.com right here in the thriving metropolis of Leechburg, Pennsylvania. My name is Bill, <laughs> and with me tonight are Matt and Ryan from Neostem. What's up, gentlemen? Hi. How are you? <laughs> I really don't have a lot of questioning ready for you. I've um, been on oh, a few times, but I know you have some things coming up that you wanted to talk about. Um, oh, yeah. We got, uh, we got a lot of new music. Yeah, uh, we probably have probably about four new songs in the works. And what's different from this one as opposed to the others is that we're going to have some guests on a couple songs. Yeah. You know, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, a lot of that, yeah, a lot of our, we're you know, incorporating some of our friends finally into our music. Yeah, some things up a little bit. Some friends have a couple guys coming in doing vocals, writing some of their own lyrics. You know, can't say who at this moment, though. You know, nah. we're over the fence. Be if we did, yeah. <laughs> and, and there's a couple we're, we're reaching out to, so we hear back on, you know. Yep, that is also true. And also, and, uh, we're gonna some, new, some new some new covers too this year. We're uh, we're gonna be working on some new covers. Well, I don't know if anyone knows, this, but the Neos Festival year starts in November, so <laughs> October, which we refer to as October, is our time to you know relax, work on some new you know, material, and then we get back into November and grind from there on. That's our January, November. Is is that because of of uh, Matt's um, Kenny Wood foray, foray yeah. into scary yeah. people? A.K.A. It's not yeah. hustle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is side hustle, yeah. yeah. That 17th Avenue. Yeah, it gives us a chance, though, to, like, to, to work on new stuff come out fresh so we're not bringing the same thing all the time yeah and that's the thing that's too. Like, you try to change up the sound of the sound of the album the songs the, the, the meanings the, the distortion tone for me you know what i mean working with new effects yeah you know just trying to blend you know things in here and there but the the main objective is not to have it sound like the last one and or the last one before yeah. that or that just want to progress yeah, give, give, give. No good. Yeah, give the people what they want, but don't give like give them what they expect, but don't give them the same thing over and over again. Yeah, you start getting deluded, and people lose interest. You know, you gotta switch it up. You don't change it up, then you know, then you're stuck in neutral. We're all in places that we prefer not to be right now. Um, If you could pick any location to play with any band, so like any band in the history of the world, and anywhere in the world to play with them. Who would you want to play with and where? Now, keep in mind, like, Metallica has played at Antarctica and Kiss has played in the ocean to the sharks. Where where would you like to go that's not normal, and who would you like to play with? Not normal. Hmm. Well, you want to take that one, Matt, first? Or you want me to? Oh, okay, yeah, I'll tell you. You, know, you want to need something not normal? I say let's just play in the middle of like an African jungle. <laughs> That'd be like the most different, weird place to play at. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. For me, it's always been a dream to play on the high level bridge. Um, <laughs> I, I think with the right phone calls, that might be able to happen. No. O- overlooking Sandcastle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd take the high level over the Rankin Bridge any day, man. The Rankin Bridge, Good I got tenure. bad bartender. Neo's them 10 anniversary live album there, man. That's what we'll do. Yeah, and there's going to be a thumb wrestling tournament in the middle of all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. in. Let's do it. <laughs> Winner gets a manicure for three months. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know. For me, I think like what Matt said, I refer to like just something like crazy like that, you know, just like in the middle of woods and who I would play with. I mean, I don't know. Something like that. You know, there's a band I've been listening to a lot lately that's like really been like, I don't know, like hitting my hitting my spot. 
I mean, not the sound like that. It's a CCR. I don't know what. They just been like, I don't know. I've been feeling them lately. Big time. I've been listening to oldies again, man. I've been loving my oldies lately. And Susix and the Banshees, too. Listen yeah, to them. Susix and Banshees, really good shit, man. Yeah. Really good stuff, you know. Uh, yep. I just watched Go I just watched Gojira live at the Red Rocks about like 20 minutes ago. Red, Red Rocks is somewhere that I want to want to get to before I'm not able to go places anymore. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't look all that big though. Well, what about you, Bill? What bands would you want to see, and where at, and what location would you pick? So there are some bands that I've missed that I really wish I would have got gotten to see. Um, I had a stack of Leonard Skinner tickets. Um, when when I worked at Kennywood, my one manager, <laughs> I, I was a manager, she was a manager. Her brother worked for Ticketmaster and handed her a stack of tickets for Skinner the day before. And uh-huh. I had to I had to work open and close. So I like played Santa Claus and gave everybody these tickets and I didn't get to go. Um Make I wouldn't mind I'd, I'd uh, like to see Skinner. Um yeah. hmm. Maybe Kid Rock, which really doesn't sound like my that yeah, see you. <laughs> um, I I've seen Ted Nugent. That'll probably throw you off too. Um, <laughs> no, no, that was the best one of the best live shows she's ever seen was Ted Nugent. He said yeah, he's very, very Ted was on a hell of a show. Yeah, I, um, he was opening for Kiss. That's why I saw him. <laughs> Good old Kiss. Um, let's see who else. First band of brand. The first band of brand. I haven't seen Metallica. Oh, yeah. I'd like to see them. Yeah. But um, I'm finding myself... Um, Jonna from First Angel Media and I have been doing this show. We've done it five times so far. It's called Friendly Fire. And we mm-hmm. go on XRP's radio station live. And we play songs. And they try and match songs from their playlist. And then the chat room talks about which songs they like better and why. Um, and I'm finding some hip-hop that I like, which... Was never a thing for me, like never. I, I a like thing the for me. stuff, like like um, up by you. I think it's sometime in October. I can't remember where it is. There's a new place up in like New Denver. Bands are booking. Uh, Mega not, ran. And, is it preserving the underground? It might be, but yeah, they got Mega ran, uh, MC Frontlot, MC Lars, and um, Schaefer Dark Lord coming. It, it's like nerd course, like about video games and. All the stuff, nerd stuff. Yeah, you know, it's it's really good. I, I recommend checking What's it out. What's called Comic Cons? No, that's uh, well, that's more. <laughs> no, uh, well, they'll, they'll talk, they'll rap about that stuff. Yeah, but that's where I I met oh, uh, Mega Ray. Anime convention stuff. Yeah, I'm an Easy E man through and through. I love NWA. Easy E, Eric Wright, much love. One of my favorites. So the the ones that are that are popping into my head right now are um, Demo Demon. Um, he's a B- brutal business entertainment. Um, Mad Clock, it, Mad Clock, also from yeah. there. Um, Gallo Lochnes, who I had on Three Questions in a Song a couple weeks ago. Um, who's another one? Uh, John played one. Um, Ben N's MC is his name. That was the one we played this week on Friendly Fire. Um, we we uh, years a couple. A couple years ago, we did a show at Tino, a place called Tino's Basement, which was literally a guy named Tino in his basement. It was down <laughs> in Denora. Uh, a couple, there's some really good. Uh, he he did a good mix of like music styles. He had like a rap, he had like a, a rock group, a rap group, rock group, rap group. A uh, friend Nobody of mine, Jared Knox, yes, yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got a rap group called Demented. They were pretty good. Demented. Remember, remember there's another guy. Ray Barto, dude. Remember, he was pretty decent. Yeah. Ray that's Barto. the other I think of as well. Yeah. By society. Like, yeah, those dudes, they, like, I stayed for that whole thing. I seen them. They were slam dancing. Yeah. They were real good. That's the Mon Valley boys right there. <laughs> All Mon Valley boys. Dude, dude, you do a show with any band from the Mon Valley, from down there, Monongahela, Charleroi, dude, they bring the entire town with them. Like they all they they <laughs> they pile up in cars like it's almost like a crocodile done D two when crocodile done D's gonna break into the drug dealer's house and the cars with punks going down the road. That's how the Mon Valley roll shows, man. Jeez, crocodile done D. That's something I have not seen in a long time. 
I, I do know what you're talking about. I actually, I teach in the Mon Valley um, mm. in North Bell Vernon. And um, my son is in a jazz band, which is running out of Charleroi right now. So I'm so glad to see that they still keep those music programs like jazz. Jazz is amazing. I've been listening to jazz. It's the only radio station I listen to in my car if I'm not bumping a CD. It's jazz. Like, like I don't know. It's just nothing more relaxing to me than like driving around listening to jazz. It's, it's, it really is. Yeah. It, it does. I agree with it. It's like, it's, it's, they say jazz is hitting all the wrong notes, but for me, it's hitting all the right notes because it helps give me ideas. It's so, yeah, it's so evasive the way that they, yeah. you know, they progress their chords. And it's like, I'm not going to lie, I sat there and took inspiration off of some of it and heard what I heard, came home, incorporated it the way I would want to do it, but then reverse the chords or, you know what I mean? Or add a little something here that I heard that they did because it's always create, like create the, the way. Yeah, create yeah. the way baseline is from, is from jazz. Yeah, and I love the way those big bass big bass guitars sound. Amazing. Yeah. Like I just you love can't afford that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um why well, can't I think of his band's name? Um Tommy Horner. Oh, he was in um Meaning in the Static. He was in um, Gasoline Dion. I cannot think of his current. Yeah. That sounds like a busy individual. Um, He's currently in its Ghost Ghost of the Day, maybe? That's terrible. Um, (laughs) But I should know. And then um, Oceans to Ash is slash From there. You know those guys real well. Yeah. Yeah. We did, actually, we did next time we were talk to Chris Kilohertz, ask him about Tino's basement because I think he was, it was where we met them the first time at was at Tino's basement. And uh, yeah. speaking of Chris, the existential gentlemen are from the Mon Valley. Um, gentlemen. Yeah, music um, scene down this way is pretty good. Yeah. What's that one bar they always put? They, it's like, some street, it's like Main Street Pub or something like that. Remember, because yeah, uh, they, yeah, put them right back. Yeah, yeah. Every, every, yeah. Them, just like the Spill City Destroyers, have the worst luck trying to book us because both of both of those guys, the uh, the Mon Valley people and the Spill City Destroyers. I swear, you look at South Park BMX's website. <laughs> you go, We're going to do a show this day and ask this because every <laughs> time they ask, I either got Fright Nights or I'm. At South Park BMX for something. And every time I see yeah. these guys, we still these stories. I always talk like, "You guys have, you guys do that on purpose." <laughs> they're, they're real cool though. Like the last, they tried to ask us to do Porky's a few months back, back in June, but three guesses who had a race off South Park. I'm looking to see. We'll get, we'll get schedules right one day soon. Would you say you're you're looking to paint schedules? So we'll get our schedules right one day soon. Oh, I thought you said something about Skittles. I'm sorry. Nah. <laughs> I'm just sitting nice. back here listening to this Neo Stem Mr. No Upside, which is currently available on CD. On CD and stream, as well as all our other albums. Everything else. But this is the only current physical Everything. album we have. And we had our yeah. first two on there, Lipid, along with Mr. No Upside, our second one. For physical copies. They don't like bumping a CD in a car. <laughs> yeah, Lipid's coming on five year anniversary. Yeah, true. We just got germination behind us, return to center before that. And the new one currently, I don't know. We don't look at all yet. Also, um we um bank Ryan Ryan Rob took a trip on Saturday. Yeah, they went up to Superior's yes, Superior Sound Studios up in Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, we went up there to Superior Recordings. Um, it's in Cleveland. It's like at the beginning of the city. We took a trip there, and uh, we met with this guy. His name is Jim Wirtz. If nobody's familiar with Jim Wirtz, Jim Wirtz is yeah. many live albums, Stank, Alien Ant Farm, Fiona Apple's first album. Um, he has done vocal work for Gwen Stefani. 
Well, anyways, his assistant, when we got there, he, he, uh, his job is to listen to 50 bands per day, and he picks five and emails them. And he said, you guys made the cut because they like germination. Thank you to Johnny, Johnny and the Razorblade recording. <laughs> Johnny Stoker, recording. yeah. Yeah. And uh, they like it. So uh, we took a trip up there. We had a conference call first. And then we took a trip up there this past Saturday. And um, we're going to go and book something in. We're going to go there and do a single first, you know, single, maybe two. We have to see how the sessions goes. We're going to run it out for a whole weekend, you know, and uh, see how it goes, <clears throat> possibly. Uh, and, like, uh, I don't know, Matt, that's what I was going to talk to you about, like, you know, spring, something like that, early spring, maybe. But, yeah, lead, yeah, leading into uh, going to our, like, our other shows, trying to branch out in May. Yeah, no. So we're trying we're, to, we're, yeah. yeah actually got to meet the guy and uh you know and uh he wants us to you know we've been sending him demos and stuff so he gets an idea as opposed to like the sound that he hears i mean this guy's from la like he came from la he transplanted to cleveland trying to see what's going on in the east uh, coast right you know i mean yeah, yeah but, um, okay so ryan comes back in i'll jump in here yeah yeah Jim, uh the yeah, guy hit yeah. us up cold this yeah see if we're interested we sent him what we're working on so he knows what to do and um so now, basically, we schedule. Uh, we're gonna schedule a date, a weekend to go up there. We're gonna, you know, pick a couple songs and uh, release a couple singles. Yeah, Ryan, you're back to life. Yeah, Matt, it's actually your internet that's bad. My internet's bad. Yeah, you're kind of. Yep. Yeah, you're, you're the... kind of bad. It's like you're hibachi. Hibachi. Oh, that should be good. I'm, I'm running. I'm running all, on all bars. Oh, it's definitely Ryan and I were carrying on a conversation when you when you, yeah, when you said <laughs> I was like, are those beats by Dre? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got beats by Dre money. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm I'm using a new laptop for this show. It has a sticker on the bottom that says "Thanks for buying refurbished." <laughs> That's the only way I like buying my instruments. I don't buy anything brand new. I buy everything used. Uh, my music, my music man was right new as my treat to myself. I don't know. I just there's just something about used equipment. It only has such a good, a nice appeal. It's uh, it's already like been through hell and back. So it's like, what kind of hell can you give it? You know, as opposed to yeah. the purgatory it was just stuck in, aka the music shop. You know, <laughs> battle tested. Right, yeah. that made me made me think of my college textbooks that I bought. I always flipped through them, found the one that had the most highlighting, and then that was the one I bought because then I just study what they highlighted. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I mean. It's that, that is so genius. That is genius. <laughs> hey, that's how I was like cheating at its finest. <laughs> well, I mean. No, no, no! Hey, they left it behind. You know what I mean. It's only it's only cheating if you get caught. Well, listen, it wasn't like the book was with me when I was taking the test. Yeah, it was only on the back of his hand, so like on the palm of his hand. Nope. <laughs> Although there yeah. were definitely some classes I wish I did that in, but no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I hated it. I, I never mind. I'll tell you that off the air. Um, yeah. <laughs> Try not to be disgruntled. <laughs> I know PG thirteen, right? <laughs> even um, in that, even in that area. Did I ask you guys the the uh, Robert Johnson question the last time you were on? I believe so. About selling yeah. your soul. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you want to take another crack at it? I'm down. Um, has your answer changed? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I don't know. All right, let's go with this one then. Um let's see. Who is the most famous musician that you ever met? And what did you talk to them about? I have two. Yeah, one two. Of them crazy. Yeah, one of them's crazy. You wouldn't even believe it. Um, I got a couple. I, I have a couple from hanging out with Ron Holt. 
these half-lights. I've met quite a few weird ones. But uh, actually, the one I'm going to say is the one that wasn't with Volk. Uh, when I was hanging, well, I'll see Hank Williams III live. We were uh, at the Alder Bar, and we all stayed after the show to meet him and hang out, and we were just drinking, talking about everything. It was actually it was a really interesting experience just to hit, like, to catch the human side of a, you know, of a musician like that, of his caliber. And he can drink like no one's business. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he's, like, almost damn near royalty, especially in the country world. I mean, he's a Hank yeah. Williams, you know what I mean? His great-grandfather, or his dad and his grandfather, you know, I mean, that's something to choose to Hank has, his, Hank Williams III has a son doing music now, Coleman, goes by the moniker Four. Yeah, like the Rocky Four album. Or, uh, <laughs> Number four. Well, mine would have to be. I have two. One is Gavin Rosdell from Bush. I met him. I talked to him. Had a nice long conversation with him, which is AK about five minutes for a meet and greet, though, because we were sitting there talking. And I made so much sense. Kind of was holding up the line, like that yeah, <laughs> guy, like yeah. And the second one is Taylor Hansen. I met him in front of Carnegie Library. My cousin owns a landscaping business, heavy landscaping, by the way, do trees too. Uh, uh, he sat there and uh, they pulled up on the tour bus. You know, they do they do a lot of stuff down there at the Carnegie Library there in Homestead. Um, he pulled up and he came out and I was cutting grass and I seen him walking around. I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm going to talk to him. I don't even care. I stopped cutting grass, man. I said, <laughs> we literally talked for like 45 minutes. Like, that's how great like like this dude was like he was just chill like he really was and i was like how did you write umba and he was like he was like well what it was was it was like a bridge of in a song that they had already had and he was like i guess him and his brothers they were like yeah they're like let's just take this out and just make it its own and i was like wow that right there like whenever i write stuff i always look for that key now, because he said that, I mean, Taylor Hansen from freaking Hansen, you know what I mean? Like, that, that might be like, you know, people are lame, lame, whatever, you know, like to me, like that's, you know, for, and then he left, went to the retirement home across the street, was sitting there talking with all the elderly people and came back and we talked for another 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it was just like casual. It wasn't like, I wasn't like starstruck or anything. He, he was just like a regular guy to me, you know, it's really hard for me to get starstruck. Unless I see Mike Tyson, I like Mike Tyson. <laughs> I am um, working at Kennywood. I'm in Kittyland. I met a lot of famous people. Um, oh yeah, a lot of local sports stars. Um, mm-hmm. I met Rod Woodson in Kittyland. I met um, Lynn Swan, um, yeah. Yuri Slager, um, Stan Saverin, um, Bob Pompiani, uh, Guy Junker. Guy Junker. <laughs> um, that's a funny story. I walked up to Guy Junker. I'm like, listen, you probably think I'm walking up here because you're Guy Junker. I said, the truth of the matter is I just wanted to tell you that I know your sister. He's like, no, you don't. I'm like, yeah, she teaches at, and I'm not going to say the school name, but he's like, you do know my sister. <laughs> but um, musician-wise, though, I've only met one famous musician. I've talked to a bunch because of my show, but I met Gene Simmons. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's like that's like a that's top notch, like in the music world, like celebrity to meet, you know what I mean? Like musically. I'm he, was, not... he was doing a book signing. <laughs> oh yeah, that's how I met yeah, same thing with like Gavin Rosdale when I met him. It was a but you know, I like I sat there and BS, you know what I mean? Said what I had to say real quick and like if we had more time, I'm sure we would have both, you know, BS, you know what I mean? But um, Gene and I, Gene and I talked about how my digital camera worked. Uh, well, how a digital camera worked. Yep. Oh, <laughs> you should have just asked him how the weather was outside. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that'd be cool though, man. I was. Uh, who else? Uh, oh yeah, um, Donna Sparks from L Seven. After I seen L Seven at Rex a couple years ago, she was just standing out there. I was like, hi, oh, you know what I mean? Just like real randomly, or. It was her and Jennifer Finch, one of those two. I can't remember. I was pretty drunk, I'm not going to lie. I mean, it was in L7. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> L7, awesome. The um, 
when I, there years ago there was a commercial with Lynn Swan. I think it was um oh wasn't Allstate. It was why can't I think of it? Uh it's like a charity organization. I can't like hands or their logo, I can't think of the name. Anyway, this commercial he had just um adopted his, his son and like his son is in the commercial. And I was working in Kittyland, and you know, when you're working, you're you're loading a ride. You're just loading a ride. You know, you're in a hurry. You're trying to get it loaded, trying to get it running. And um, I looked down at this at this kid, and I was like, and I looked up. I'm like, hey, you're Lynn Swan. <laughs> I recognized the kid before I recognized Lynn Swan. <laughs> Swan, beast, beast. He, he, he probably still tells that story. <laughs> He recognized my son. (laughs) Before he recognized me. (laughs) Anyway, um, let's see. I have, I think your whole um, Germination album. You should have that inch. You should have uh, Victoria Sender as well, yeah. Um, What song do you guys want to feature tonight? We did Mud Hole last time. That's a fun song. <laughs> I love playing that song live. Um, I don't even know. What about? Oh, I tell you what, if you're... I don't know, Matthew. What one you feeling? I was thinking rinse and repeat. Yeah. yeah. Please do so. Okay. Just gotta figure out. Um, yeah, that should have, should have that one. Yeah. Still trying to figure yeah, out what the people in Switzerland are listening to of our songs. I look every week on Spotify for artists to see where, like, you know, we, where we sit at everywhere, like our viewers and everything. And the top country beating out the United States, second week in a row, Switzerland. <laughs> I have no idea. But they have they the most streams of our songs the second week in a row. They keep streaming our songs on the week. I'm going to keep buying Swiss Miss rules. <laughs> They're from Switzerland, right? That's awesome. Isn't that, Nicholas? Isn't Rick, Ricola commercials, right? Isn't that the Swiss? Yeah, Ricola. <laughs> but I, I just think it's interesting. I never, I never would ever think that our music would reach that, you know, reach like that. That's people in, you know, another country are out listening to people even locally here on Spotify. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like so weird because back in the day, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, we're all pre internet babies. Who would ever thought like that in a million? Because I never did. I was like more worried about going every Tuesday and buying a new album. I never thought you'd just sit there and click. You know what I mean? Or just sit there and like self-promote the way people do. Because, you know, like people make it or make, if you do it, if you do DIY so well, you could you can make so much money off it because you have no middleman to pay. All record labels are nothing but middlemen. And they take more of your music and your creativity than what you even own and it's crazy and they put you in debt like college before you yeah, even make money it's the mm-hmm. same it's the same you know thing i mean at least to me from what i understand so diy like going back to reverting to what you said is you don't have to depend on record labels or anything we're getting signed for people in switzerland to hear you you know what i mean you can just sit there and yeah. put your i don't want to say stuff out there i don't want to say it about them, but uh you know what i mean out there and people just they're just going to hear it you know what i mean it's crazy Never thought that though. I'm just saying that was my piece there. I said, but, uh, yeah, that, "That's well." It's also whenever uh, we were talking to those guys from the Eagles, we asked why I didn't have record label. We're finding yeah. something that works for us. They self-released uh, what three albums already? Yeah, and they're doing just fine. Yeah, exactly. You know, the, you know, <laughs> the, the record labels get like seventy five percent. You make all your money touring and doing merch, and then you know, you're already in debt. Like I said, it's just like college. That's, that's um, and, just you know, my. My little station on build the scene. Um, I have music on there from Sweden, from the Netherlands, from um, Portugal, um, Iran, um, which was a phenomenal song. It's a metal song from Iran. They're not legally allowed to make money off of anything artistic, and metal music itself is illegal. And yeah, no way. Yeah, and it's an amazing. It's it's um. It, it's um, just an instrumental, but it, it's awesome. Um, 
something into Atlanta key. I can't remember the first word. Uh, phenomenal song. But um, so even just my little station, I'm, I'm getting music sent to me from all over the United Kingdom. Um, I've had, um, I have Australian music from Australia. It's, um, I can see her face, so I can't even think of the band name right now. Uh, something Martyr. My brain is not working tonight. Um, <laughs> like that's, a gr- that's a great shout world. out. It's something martyr. <laughs> martyr. There you go. Hey, you're going to end up playing it, and then you're going to remember it after that. The um, well, there, first there's band. A, there's a death, a death metal band from Australia. I forget what they're called. It's a one-word one name. The lead singer, he was more like a giant grandfather clock on his head performed. It was like some of the weirdest, the oldest music I'd, I think I've heard in a long time with death metal. I tell you what, let's take a moment and listen to Rinse, Rinse and Repeat, and we will be right back. just heard rinse and repeat by neostem we really have just kind of been chatting tonight you know i asked what two questions so far um yeah we've been riffing off of each other <laughs> i i do vibing right i i am gonna bring bring up what is what are they calling it this year phantom fright festival or something? festival they changed the name yeah yeah well <laughs> Um, it's, it's still going to be Fright Night after seven. Where, where, where are you roaming in the park? Oh, I'm in a Voodoo Bayou. Oh, you're in the Bayou. I am the, I am the front, I am the front of house of Voodoo Bayou. I'm the guy that you know. Anyone that's seeing this now is going to know. I'm the guy that you see with the marionette that explains all the roles and gives you the story and says all the smart ass remarks to you. You talking about Eduardo, right? You talking about Eduardo? Yeah, your, your coach? Yeah, he's yeah, in my yeah. car right now, actually. Yeah, that's his yeah, boy, man. Right is his boy. <laughs> I did. If you saw my Facebook. I did see the picture. Facebook. Yeah, yeah, it is. But did you, did you see the Kennywood link underneath? Not one yeah. question. Not nothing about Fright Nights. They're all complaining about potato patch fries. <laughs> I'm sitting there like I gotta click on like underneath the comments. Uh, go, yeah, I'm like, oh, maybe someone's gonna they're gonna ask about Fright Nights. What's going on? No. 
Someone's like, oh, I had to pay to pass fries where a coke right. I had to send my husband back. I'm like, are you serious? It's going to be that ad. <laughs> You're going to post about pay to pass fries. You couldn't just put that on their face on the, on the just a random post. No, you wait until, like, seriously, people. <laughs> this is what, you know, it, but it gives, me, it gives me fuel for whenever the season starts because I'm going to unload on stuff like that. I did I did front of house one time. It was at um, Captain Scully's. Um, that'll tell you how long ago it was. What became um, Biofear? Mm-hmm. And it was. I had just a like I didn't know I was going to do it. I was working in the comm center, and there they um, one of the supervisors now called managers um, came in. They're like, "Hey, I'm going to work this. You're going to go do front of house." I was like, "What?" <laughs> and um. So I had this long black leather trench coat that I used to wear. So I just, I wore it, <laughs> went down, and they had those, like, rubber, um, you know, when you walk through, like, a refrigerated door, there's this yeah. rubber, but they were black. So I would, once I would take people in, I would stay in there until it was time for the next group to come in, and I would just slowly walk forward so my face would come out of the of the rubber, and this guy, like, he ran past the log jammer, like, just me walking out of the rubber. I, I can't, I can't imagine what he was like in the actual mazes, because I scared him just by coming out of the thing slowly. Yeah, but, that's hey, some of them, man, they get you. Like, I'm kind of immune to scares. I'm not gonna lie, but I'll tell you what, there's that one man that just gets you. It's like, all right, man, like you got to like, all right, dude, that was a great job. Like, I'm like the type of person to tell like, dude, you got me playing it simple. Like, I'm not sitting there saying I pride myself. It's just like, I laugh though, because I love Halloween. It's like the greatest season ever. That's why I like our October though, because I get to sit there and actually enjoy it, you know? Matt, how long have you worked worked at Voodoo? Uh, this would be 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. It should be my seventh year, but because of COVID, missed a year. So it's my sixth. I don't know if he still works there, but there was um, when, be they, seven. when they first opened the bayou. Um, George Sable was the kick the bye. Is he still he's there? there? I don't know if he's coming back this year, but uh, he's definitely there. And uh, Ryan's holding a Neo Stem Toaster. We still shows. You can get him four. You get him uh, get four for four bucks or dollar piece. So make sure you come out to Neo Stem show and check out <laughs> the coasters. We also got. We also have a um, a Threadless store. So if you go on Threadless.com and Neostem, we have all sorts of cool shirts and uh, some other other items on there for sale. We have t-shirts too, and trust me, there you yeah. cannot get them in V-neck. We do not believe in V-neck t-shirts. No we believe V-neck t-shirts are the devil of t-shirts. Yes. Um, I brought George up for a reason. Do you know he's a musician? Oh yeah, he was my guitar teacher. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, my guitar teacher. Yeah, nice. Well, we're gonna play some George Stable. We're going to play some George Sable at the end, I think. All right. Yeah. I'll have to let him know. Check the show out. Wait, I remember you talking about that guy before. I think you brought yeah, him up. Yeah. Yeah. Guy, guy taught me what I knew. Man. I bought a car off of him once. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably like a Chevy Cavalier. No. You would think he, he would. He's, he's a big dude, right? Yeah. He's like I'm, six, like six, four. Yeah, ain't a little bad at all. I bought a '91 Dodge Daytona off of him. When it does, guys, it's a little car. Daytona, I was gonna say, like, woo, those went out of production a long time ago. Even Dodge did, right? No, Dodge is still around, but that Daytona, yeah, Dodge still around. If I'm I'm not mistaken, George is endorsed by uh, by BC Rich and Barringer. If I'm not mistaken, that doesn't surprise me. (laughs) As we are by dirtbag clothing. Yeah, we're yeah we're endorsing Ryan, our Ryan is good at this. <laughs> yeah, but, hey, we're putting out all the pitches. Well, that, well, that's a well, our bag. That's thanks to uh, Lily Lily Six and uh, Josh Montadoro for helping us get that one. Uh, Josh and Lily bo- uh, booking at the Subalpine played there a couple times, and Ryan just asked him about you know you get us in, and he told us what what where and how to do. We exactly what they said, and within a couple hours, we were endorsed by Dirtbag Clothing. So those guys came through big for us. A huge thank you to them and shout out to them. 
Hey, you shout out to Bill for having us up here too, man. Thank you so much. Like I yeah. said, just like I said last time, you put the bill and built the scene. That's right. And <laughs> you do it with two L's instead of one. <laughs> it's funny. Like I never really realized that I did that until like a year ago. Um, yeah. 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 Bill D. Build. Didn't realize it. <laughs> um. So I am going to let you guys go. But before I do that, why don't you tell us what you have coming up and where everyone can find you online, even though in the video I have neostem.bandcamp.com listed down there. I'm sure there's more than that. Oh, there's a lot more yet. Now. There's but, always uh, more. Okay, I'll tell you, yeah, I'll tell you where you can find us. I'll tell you the upcoming stuff. Or you can find it. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, uh, both at the same thing, at the same name, Neostem Band. Look it up, follow us. We, uh, we post regularly on Instagram. Instagram. I am lazy about Twitter, Facebook, Neostem Music. Uh, find us on, on on Facebook. We'll be there. You guys on Bandcamp, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, any Amazon Music, anywhere music is streaming, you'll find us. Stream our music. Check out our Threadless store. Get some merchandise. We got a lot of cool shirts. I'm adding stuff like regularly when I can due to the schedule. Um, and then come to, come to our shows and buy some stuff, hear some good music, and just come around and hang out, man. We're all, you know, we don't mind talking to people. I'm going to reiterate what he said since he was all choppy like hibachi. Uh, you could just type in the OSTEM and find us anywhere you want. <laughs> He's like, let me, let me give you the cliff notes. <laughs> no, you're, you were See, cutting up a little bit, though. See, yeah. I, would, I would buy his textbook. And, um, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, our next gig is what is it, November 13th at the Halftime Lounge? Yeah, yes, half-time. it is a free gig, so anybody who wants the Gangster Boogie, man, come up. I mean, that's what we do, you know. We're, I think uh, it's going to be our home base until the Hobnob reopens. We like the Gangster Boogie, and uh, we just like to, you know, play live music, have great people to surround ourselves with, have a great time. That's what it's about. It's not about, like, you know, not liking a band, you know, like, you know, how people go see bands, they, they talk crap or whatever, you know, it's like, like with, with Neo Stem, it's like, we, we just like to have fun. We just like to have some beverages, play some music, have a good time and bullshit. Literally yeah. Back, yeah, exactly. Like, usually I'll have people come back to my place and we sit there and have, you know, just drink in the basement in, in our practice area. Like, that's where I'm at. This is the practice area where I'm at. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. Shows, we'd like to finish up around midnight, 12, 15. So this way we hang out with people. People go back to Ryan's house and whatnot. That, you know, a little more interaction with people to make our connections. Or if they have anything else to. going on. Yeah. Or if anything else is going on with them that night, too. You know, people got lives, you know. As long as you're there within those three, four hours, you know, that's cool. You know, and the one thing about, I'll tell you what, about winter shows, too, as opposed to uh, summer gigs. Is that like in the summertime you have an option to just leave and go somewhere? In the wintertime, when you go there, you're there, and that it, you know what I mean. Like at least for me, but that's why I always take advantage of the wintertime. That's why we start in November, not January. Yeah, and that's right before the, the the snow hits. You know. Oh yeah. Plus we have some uh, plans on going up to like a little like a little just a little package deal weekend thing. I wouldn't call it a small tour. I wouldn't call it a tour. I just call it a package deal. A two back-to-back banger coming up next year, too. Yep. So yeah, we Keep actually have a lot. Of, yeah, we have a lot of stuff. We have a lot of stuff going on. Um, on top of new music, which is the most important of it all. Yeah, twenty twenty-two um, is going to be very busy year for Neos time. It is. It, it really is. I I couldn't even like. We were pretty busy this year, and like next year is going to make this year look like crap, as opposed to like the busy part of it. You know what I mean? Because uh. I don't know. We just want to put our stuff out there. We just want people to enjoy it. We want people to listen to good quality music. You know what I mean? From a band with sincerity who actually has great intentions for your eardrums. <laughs> hey, guys, all honesty. I, I want to thank you for hanging out with me. Uh, thank you. Yeah. And uh, we are going to go ahead and listen to some more of the best unsigned rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer. We're going to hit you up with the George Sable track. Um, and when you hear John the American Hilljack Lane tell you how to subscribe and how to leave uh, feedback, you'll know that that show has ended. That does not mean that you should leave the station you're tuned into. Those stations are supporting the bands and my show, so you should hang out there and support them. 
This episode of the Pennsylvania Rock Show has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more of the best on-sign rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer. Don't forget to rate and review the show, and we'll see you on the next episode.